Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James Mots Montemagno. And I'm Michael Slippery Rivet. <laughs> oh, my God. What's so slippery over there? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing really. <laughs> Is it just fall in New York and just rain everywhere? Well, we did get a lot of rain while I was out of town recently. It was it was wet and miserable, and I could have I could have gone with the nickname um, Michael. All of my joints hurt, Rivet, but I figured <laughs> I would I would not do that. It was just not a good week. It was not a great week away. Let me put it that way. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry Painful. to hear that. I was I was also away in Boston where it somehow was like 85 degrees and humid and weird and then rained one day and then got really hot again. It's very strange. Very strange. Yeah. Very odd. I had um, the same. I was in right right outside um Philadelphia. So it was very similar. It was like hot, hot, and then rained, got wet, and then everybody was freezing because it yeah. a, a cold front or something went through. <laughs> Classic East Coast. I don't understand what happens over there, but whatever. Uh <laughs> Yeah. As long well, as it's that, not snowing, I know that's coming. So as I'm keeping my fingers crossed, that holds off a little bit longer. We got a, a video from um, from Heather's dad over in the Midwest, and he already has a light dusting of snow out there. Oh, so goodness. yeah, I hope it crazy. stays there. Yeah, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's 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 really bananas. Just I think just a few states away, it, where it was 80 degrees, and then it's snowing, and just about a foot of snow is about <laughs> to fall. And it's October. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. I'm glad you're home. Thank you. And let's get this podcast underway. I'm excited. We'll start off with news of the week. Um, And we're going to start off with rumors because, you know, Michael and I love rumors that end up sometimes or sometimes not being true. Mm -hmm. So uh, how excited would you be, Michael, for an N64 classic? That is a Nintendo 64 classic. If you didn't know what that N stood for. I I would be very excited. I, I would be extremely excited. Yeah, I growing up was a well, I had NES and Super NES. I vividly remember my years of Super NES and I love the games around that era. However, the N64, I was a pure Nintendo kid growing up and this was my very first 3D console. I spent hours in, in front of Rogue Squadron and Super Mario 64 and GoldenEye, you know, mm. parties with my friends. AKA me in the basement by myself. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, it was one of my favorite systems of all time. And I also loved the designs. They had like the transparent designs and there was the Pikachu designs. Uh, so yeah, I myself would be all up for an N64 classic only because these controllers are the wackiest controllers that will never return to us unless this happens. Um, and the rumor mill goes that there is some potential source um that this thing is in production or mm-hmm. at least renderings of them these uh leaked apparent leaked photos come from twitter which is where you can trust everything i trust uh, instantly i believe in this now yeah it doesn't look like a rendering at all but i mean <laughs> it, it, in between i mean it does kind of look like a rendering but they're saying that this is from an inside contract inside contract uh um, who knows if they're photos if they're images if they're legit but there's three images that outline what a potential N64 classic may come out. It has the full look and feel of an N64. Uh, The interesting part here is that it does have a model number CLV 401. uh, It says made in China, and then it has like all the licenses. But the peculiar part that actually sticks out to me that maybe these are not 
maybe these are more than just renderings, or maybe there's a little bit more in here, is that the controller input is always something strange. And if you remember the N64 input, it had those round kind of controllers and, you know, like nubs mm -hmm. that you would put in. But the NES Classic and SNES Classic have all had the Wii nunchuck style inputs. So on this rendering, it actually has like a tray that you like kind of move back and then kind of tuck it in. I, I don't quite understand. I kind of hate this look. And that's the one thing that makes me think it's more legit, but at the same time makes it not legit at all because it looks yeah. like Nintendo would never design this. We're kind of up in the air. Obviously, it's a rumor. We don't really know if it's coming out. I, I mean, it makes sense that this is going to happen. I just don't know if I believe that this is the actual photos of the real thing yet. If this is happening, do you have something you must play on this? What do you think would be on it? Super Mario 64. Done. Do you think they're going to do this? Do you think they would put Smash Brothers on it, considering the new one coming out? Yeah, I mean, Nintendo has an amazing back catalog of N64 games. I mean, just think of the potential of of putting on um, any of the the Mario Golf games, um, um, Banjo-Kazooie, if they could, uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Smash Bros would be amazing. Um, GoldenEye, I mean, and GoldenEye is going to be impossible. Perfect Dark would be interesting. But again, these are some hard titles for them to do. Mm -hmm. I would say they would definitely put Smash Bros on it. I wouldn't see why not. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're really putting a lot of effort into wanting to bring these games to the Switch, which is kind yeah. of odd, you know, unfortunate. But, yeah, um, I will say that this is a, a I have a bonus little news nugget here because of this. It ties in perfectly. There are rumors that there's a Golden Zen is actually working on a remake of GoldenEye. Um, for the 64 and that it's going to have the unreal engine 4 version so it'll be the like a full-blown remake of it apparently it's maybe called goldeneye 25 in reference to the 25th anniversary and it would be out in 2022 so i just wanted to i was it was something i had read the other day and i was like oh that's kind of interesting but it's still very much a rumor there are screenshots of it but that could be anything so it would be interesting to see especially knowing that this is there you know are they going to be tied together i don't know we'll see yeah that'd be pretty we'll cool I'd, yeah. be all, I'd be i'd just be happy with another golden eye but yeah uh all right so moving on we have a little bit of information it seems like there's kind of like a a bipolar uh going on with diablo 3 regarding cross play so we had an article coming out that stated Crossplay would definitely be happening. This was from Business Insider. They said that they talked to somebody at Blizzard. The representative said it is not a question of if, but when. And the team is working with both Sony and Microsoft to allow cross-platform play for the Nintendo Switch. That sounds amazing. I mean, in all other versions, I think there was like seven different <laughs> versions of this game across all every console imaginable no crossplay ever existed so the fact that it was going to be available now that we have it coming out in the switch that would be amazing mm -hmm. but unfortunately an update just recently came out and it seems as if it won't be happening uh and in a separate statement provided to dual shockers another blizzard representative i don't know where they're getting all these representatives i i, I have a feeling some of them are not 
real Blizzard representatives, um, said that while we love the idea of bringing our players together across platforms, we do not have any plans to implement cross-platform gameplay at this time. So, I guess it ain't happening. Yeah, seeing that there has been all the other editions that have come out that didn't have any cross-play, I don't believe that this is a showstopper for anyone. Yeah. In general, I would say that since this game is on every single console and Sony is starting to do some cross play opening up that it would be nice, but I don't know, whatever. It doesn't bother me. You know what I would actually prefer? I wouldn't I don't want cross play. I want to have my progress that's on my computer brought over to my switch version that I would prefer. I don't care about cross play. I just want to be able to play the person I already sunk you know, a hundred hours into on my switch. So I don't have to start from scratch. I think that's a bigger hang up for me. Yeah, this is, so this would be cross profile, cross play Mm, profile. That's what I want. Yeah. I cross play profile is even more important to me Mm -hmm. because I think Fortnite has all that Mm -hmm. uh, built in paladins does not, which I I know that's a bummer is a bummer because I would prefer to be able to play it anywhere uh and, and that's the thing is even if i had to like if i couldn't play at the same time on the same profile so I, they're like oh you can't play on your pc and your switch at the same time or sure. something okay fine like i'm like deactivating it one system and reactivating like that would be a uh would be like a bummer but at the same time i would rather do that it's like oh i just want to play paladins on the pc and you know stream that or whatever so i don't have to mess around on my switch or you know someone else is playing something else on the switch and i want to mm-hmm. you know, boot it up it would just have that nice idea that i can take things from console to console i mean in 2018 i mean basically if i have netflix subscription <laughs> i can play it over here play it over here just saying well i mean like you said fortnite better. it's a perfect example i can pick up my phone play it make progress move to my switch without doing anything play it make progress and then jump to my xbox or my computer and still have the progress saved like i can go one from the other to the other and still be playing the same character now if you have a game like paladins or diablo or any other that should be the way it works why make it so that i have to start a whole new character if anything i feel like that hurts sales because somebody already committed to one i would be all over diablo if it meant i could jump right back into the action on the go and play the character i've already spent so much time in as i can't why would i play this i'll just make time to play the one on my computer you know i I think it hurts things yeah yeah and and that's the thing is for people that have already played diablo through maybe a long time ago on the pc this would be a re-incentive for them to buy the game and start playing again. So I think Absolutely. that's a, that's a definitely a downfall. So, oh my. Well, in interesting news, a surprise release this week that is not a surprise because we knew exactly when it was coming out <laughs> is the new tables for Pinball Effects 3. The Williams Pinball tables are now out. Um, I have downloaded them. I have purchased them. And everyone first and foremost, you get a free table. You just get a free one. Just update nice. Pinball FX3, you get um, Fishtails for free, which is a great board. Uh, if you like fishing, Michael, right up your alley. I do. This game's I do. all about fishing, fly fishing. Stop and it. I'm serious. I think oh. it's fly fish. I don't know. Looks like Any it. fish, though. I'll, I'll, I'll have to get it. I'll, yeah. I'll confirm next episode. 
confirm next episode if it's fly fishing or not. <laughs> now, the Williams Pinball Volume 1 initial pack is out. It's $10, just like some of the other packs. It comes with Medieval Madness, Junkyard, and the Getaway High Speed 2. I've purchased this. It is very good. I'll give some more hands-on impressions at the end. Now, I was just in Boston uh, at four, uh, A4 Arcade over in Cambridge area, and I played Medieval Madness, which is a classic table. Uh, and I did very well on it. So I could then map the real life to the in-game physics system. This is what I wanted to do. And I did it for all of our um, listeners. But there has been some controversy around this Zen pinball release. Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice it because I don't really care. But um, <laughs> some of these old tables have some swear words in them, have some eh, some risque uh, things in them, such as beer and alcohol and scantily clothed um, individuals. So some really diehard pinballists have basically played the game and said, hey, these are not one to one. You have made edits. You have censored these games. Oh, my goodness. Now, (laughs) these are all aesthetics. It has absolutely no impact on the game at all, obviously, because it's a one to one recreation. But some things such as even in fishtails, there's I think it's in fishtails, there's like beer cans sitting around. Those are now cans of soda, for instance. Mm. The bloody swords are no longer bloody. Um, the, any cigar smoke has been removed. There is one uh, instance in medieval madness, madness where literally there's a big censored thing over the top. But had I never played medieval madness, I would have never known at all, to be honest with you. So the pinball community has gone just bonkers i was even on the zen pinball forums and people there's a huge hate thread about this really yeah because in the pinball arcade which came out earlier did not make these modifications it was one-to-one so pin zen pinball was like hey you know we want these to be one-to-one we care however we pride ourselves on being a family friendly game apparently uh, mel kirk who's the vp of publishing he, he did a press release to ars technica and he said listen in the past, you know, um, the ESRB, they've been kind of sticklers here and there. They've gotten in trouble in the past. They currently have a, um, a E10 plus rating, I believe. Uh, or maybe they have an E rating. I forget what I have to look at it exactly. But they were saying that they don't want to risk putting out a table and then the entire game has a teen rating. So it's no longer family friendly. Um, and they made these modifications um, to stay under the E10 plus rating, uh, last year, their game infinite, uh, mini golf, like got removed actually, because if you put in downloadable content that changes your rating, you would have to then delist it, re put it out. It's, it's hard to go back and forth. Um, so he has a great thread. If you really want to go into it again, to me, I'm okay with this because I, I don't know. It just, it seems fine to me but you know if there's diehard pinballists out there let me know if i'm completely wrong as long as it doesn't in you know affect the core gameplay i am okay with it yeah i I was under the impression when i was reading through the articles that it's the artwork itself was slightly altered but nothing regarding the game was changed exactly exactly okay so i mean only aesthetically and i get their point that they're this is what they try to do it's a i mean for me i don't if there was a beer can or something it doesn't impact me but if it impacts them as a company it's their right to you know do what they want to do so as long as the game is the game and 
that's not being changed. They're not altering this, the fact that it's the game everybody loves. I think this is, it's an okay. It's a, it's a pass. It's not, not a big deal. Yeah. I'm okay with it. That's whatever. It's, 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 I don't know. I mean, there's ups and downs. Like you remember when Mortal Kombat came out on the SNES and it had a lot of modifications and things Mm -hmm. like that. I think I even played on the SNES. It didn't really bother me that much, but I could see how that would be so core fundamental it's, it is aesthetics but it 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 very it makes you it looks and feels like a dramatically different game where this it's like a little thing here a little thing there so that's why i don't yeah. think it bothers me all right let's power through these bad boys here um remember this game this little game that came out from a small mom and pop shop uh super mario party remember that <laughs> i've heard things i've heard rumors remember how we reported that super mario party had interesting controller restrictions of essentially only being able to use joy cons i do i do remember well what would happen michael if this game sold a lot of units and is a multiplayer game and people didn't have multiple joy cons i think they would have to get them yes and in fact people are going out of their way to buy multiple multiple joy cons and apparently they're selling out all over the place um there's a report that that the Joy-Con sales after Super Mario Party launch have gone up 300%. Um, They're being sold out all over Europe and Japan. Um, Amazon, Italy, France, Denmark, and the UK have almost run out of every single color, and now they are actually back-ordered for up to two weeks. So if you don't have your Joy-Cons, go get them now before the holiday rush. This is only going to get worse, especially if these games continue to sell. So very interesting. Wow, that I mean that's crazy. And considering these are what eighty bucks a pop mm-hmm. for every variation, that Nintendo is just just basking in this right now. With the, I, I just hope that it's not something where they're like, oh, well, we didn't see that coming. Let's make more games that demand you to use only the Pro Controller now. You know, where it's like, come on, man. So I'm hoping that doesn't lead to that, but I, good for them. I still think it should be much less for the Joy-Cons. I, yeah. I don't know why they're $80, but um, that's crazy. It is absolutely insane that that's the case. So we'll have to keep track of that. I, no, no reports of the issue being in the US, though. So apparently we have plenty of Joy to go around here if anybody would like to to sample it so (laughs) now in more news that we knew was coming but it was kind of sneaky last week we mentioned new games coming to switch online now everybody's favorite solomon's key nes open tournament golf and super dodgeball all added up to the lineup for our online games but nintendo snuck in a little something extra if you notice, we now have the Legend of Zelda SP edition. Ooh. And apparently this is a, I guess, um, beefed up version of the game. And what it does is you end up starting with a ton of rupees and items. And those items are everything from the white sword to the magical shield to the blue ring and the power bracelet. Basically everything you would possibly want in order to play this game. So I would say that this is like the super easy mode of Zelda. Um, And then if you happen to beat it, then it will unlock the second quest, which is a more difficult version, which I don't know if it kind of like 
pulls a Metroid and all of a sudden you lose everything. I don't, I don't understand how the second quest would work. Maybe it's just more difficult. I don't know. But, um, I, I, Nintendo was saying that this was done because, you know, maybe there's new players that are coming to the game and they're a little overwhelmed and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Zelda was pretty successful at what it was exactly how it was i don't know if i believe the whole bs that new players are like i can't figure this out it's so difficult um it did all right so come on pull up put put your big big boy and big girl pants on and play zelda the way it was intended and none of this cheating (laughs) i wonder if they have telemetry now in these new games where they can see like where people get stuck or if they stop um (laughs) I'll talk about my NES online uh, stuff at the at the end of the podcast, but um, there are a lot of games that I start for a few seconds. And I'm like, eh, whatever, I'm over it. But yeah, um, oh yeah, I did that with almost every single one I've played so far. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, why wouldn't I start with this though? I'm in. I'm I'm in on this, Michael. I am all in on the souped up version. Just give me all the things. I'm ready to go. I mean, go. Yeah. Bash I mean, you know what? Just give me a totally different Zelda game. yeah yeah it's kind of cool though i mean i do like that there's a more difficult version and maybe that's why you need these things but maybe by the time that you beat it you've already used all of the things anyway so it doesn't matter who knows yeah yeah um we'll see i'd be interested if they ever spit out numbers and like you know this actually helps people play zelda for the first time now they're hmm. now they're playing i would like to I want to hear what our listeners say. Like, what will this make you play? Maybe we have listeners that have never played Zelda. I don't know. And, you know, is was it was the difficulty holding you up? Is this going to change your mind now? I would love to know that. Yeah, I would be very curious because, yeah, maybe we're just maybe we're just old and we, we grew up with it. So we're just like, here you go. Boom. Like, give me a control. I know what to do. But maybe people are like, I don't know what to do. So I don't know. Like, what is this controller? What are these two buttons? I don't even understand how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> where's the touch screen well talking about a game that doesn't need a touch screen and perhaps will be selling a lot more joy cons uh is a new exclusive fitness boxing game michael exclusive i'm actually excited for this game because I know, it sounds really cool yeah it does sound really cool this is coming out from nintendo um they're publishing it they're not developing it but um it if you remember the wii fitness of the day and we sports resort all of those games that got you off the couch and moving and swinging nunchucks uh you can now swing around your joy cons i mean i don't know why they haven't done this earlier this is genius mm-hmm. um it's called fitness boxing and it is a game where you box for fitness to music um it's perfect mm-hmm. so there's going to be over 40 song or 20 unlockable songs 20 songs 20 to 40 songs something like that and the entire idea is that you have your joy cons you can play multiplayer and there are 10 to 40 minute workout daily training workouts that you can do so you and your buddy can do this you can play it in any mode tv portable anything like that Um, you can play cooperatively or competitively against your friends with local play Uh, you just need of course two sets of joy cons or you can share a pair too, but you probably, I don't know if there's any restrictions, but it's what it says. Um, <laughs> you can play at home on the go. You can also track your BMI, which I think is just an estimate. There's no scale or anything like that, but it looks really fun. It looks like a rhythm music game with boxing built in. So you're just going to be moving around. So I'm into it. They got some of those popular songs from the Lady Gaga's, the LMFAO, the Carly Rae Jepsen and the Maroon 5s of the world. So uh, I, more fitness games. I don't know why they haven't done this earlier, but I'm all in. This reminds me, like, 
the, not the fitness side of it, but the fact that there's a boxing game, you're holding those Joy-Cons, which are perfect size for any sort of boxing game. There used to be an arcade game where you actually went up against competitors. Now I'm thinking, okay, now we have this NES online. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out has got to come out and has to utilize this. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me use this to play the game. Now, now that is a game I will actually play on the NES online I mean, of, of all those games. Like if I can actually throw the punches to control it, how great would that be? And like you said, it's even that would keep you going, like keep you fit. Or if you have any sort of boxing game, like this thing works perfect for that. So I think it would be a ton of fun. I would really love to see that. I'm going to keep an eye on this one for sure. So it's great. Now, something you may not have noticed. I personally didn't really notice much of a difference, but the Switch just recently got a, I'd say, minor update. 6.0.1 just came out, and it basically resolved an issue where internet connection test did not display correct results for download and upload speed. I I didn't know that existed. <laughs> um, so, And then it also resolved an issue where some licensed controllers, the motion controls such as tilt function and things like that, they weren't responding correctly. So this f- fixes that. Now, did you experience any of those problems? I, mm. I never did. No, I, I do know that there is a connection test, which will tell you your speeds, but I it usually always works. So I haven't had that issue. Yeah. And I only buy officially, like official Nintendo controllers. So. Yeah. I don't know. And I never noticed any of these problems. So, but if if you were somebody that did, well, you're in luck. 6.0.1 has fixed it or didn't because I didn't have the problem to begin with. I don't know. Um, Also, just speaking of knocking things out, Dragalia Lost is just crushing it right now. In two weeks' time, it has now jumped past Animal Crossing. It is close to Super Mario Run. Uh, with 70% of the spending coming from Japan compared to the measly 16% from the U.S. Come on, people, get it together. But uh, yeah, it is now, it is just blowing up. It is doing great in just two weeks. And we said this was going to happen. I think it's at $13.5 million now, mm-hmm. um, which was just just $2 million behind Super Mario at this point. So it is closing in and I think it's going to only continue to climb because the, you know, obviously the longer you play, the more you actually will have to start spending it in that first couple of weeks when people were just leveling up, there was no need. Now people are hooked and they have to spend that sweet, sweet money. Yeah, I agree. I think that's what it is. I think we'll continue to see it rise and it will definitely eclipse Super Mario Run because that's going to hit a limit because it was Mm -hmm. just, you know, you know, purchases unless it goes a little bit further on. But I don't know if it'll hit that Fire Emblem Heroes, but I think it's doing well. So good for them. Good for yeah. them. I'm All just right. hoping it means we get a Switch version, yeah. to be honest. I do want it. I'm I would play keeping it. Keeping my fingers crossed for that. Yeah. Well, the last thing here, talking about controllers, this this episode is all about controllers. That is all we're talking about. Um, before we get into the bestsellers uh, and the new releases, I want to let everyone know if you're looking forward to the brand new Super Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros, Super Smash Bros um, <laughs> game, you know, there's plenty of controller options for you. You can use your normal stuff. You can use your your pro controllers. You can use wired GameCube controllers. Or if you want to go banana crazy, you can buy the brand new wireless 
That's right. Wireless Nintendo Switch GameCube WaveBird basically controllers that Power A is putting out. They're putting out wired ones for 25 bucks, but putting out wireless ones over Bluetooth for $50, which is pretty what? cool. Now, these are not with a rechargeable battery, though. They do require two AA batteries, just like they used to back in the day. So talking about <laughs> nostalgia, they hit it on the head. But yeah, it looks pretty great. I, I don't know. It looks like a GameCube controller. Still In 2018, selling GameCube controllers for 50 bucks. So now we are going to move on to best sellers. As always, we talk about the top 10 and a number one, Super Mario Party. No surprise there. Number two, Mega Man 11. Number three, Overcooked Special Edition. Number four is Undertale. Number five is the little game that could Minecraft. Number six, Overcooked 2. Number seven is Hollow Knight. Number eight is Stardew Valley, climbing back up the charts. Number nine is The World Ends With You. And number 10 is Mario Kart 8. Some of the other new game debuts that made the top 30, we have Mask of the Ninja Remastered coming in at 15th place and Guacamelee Super Turbo Championship Edition coming in at 16th, which I believe should be a number one because its name is just so fun to say anyway. (laughs) So 16th place. I I think that's going to continue to climb because I keep hearing great things about it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's been out for a long time on other systems. I've always wanted to buy it, so now I'm probably going to pick it up. So, And fun news, too, about that little game that could, apparently it could not on Apple <laughs> TV. You know, that they're <laughs> they're removing Minecraft from Apple TV. It's just going to be discontinued because apparently nobody played it, um, which is interesting. Come on. <laughs> no, so, so, so much that I heard about this on another podcast, Tech Meme Ride Home, and they were saying that the article um that like they found like people started talking about it was two weeks after they announced it in the game so like literally nobody for two weeks even saw that it was being discontinued <laughs> like oh no so oh no yeah. that's bad but <laughs> but that's not great you can't win everywhere can't win everywhere all right well let's break it down for games that may be breaching into the top 10 next week with the new releases for october 15th through the 19th Now, Michael, it is getting into holiday season, which means that all of the crap is coming. So um, (laughs) especially to retail, this will be the biggest retail release, um, I think, since we started the podcast. Pretty sure. I think so. I know there was a couple weeks back where you had quite a few, but this one, this one might be beating it. Yeah. And I will say that not everything is crap. We got a lot of good games coming out, but be aware that the next few months are going to be rough going into Thanksgiving and Christmas. I am sure (laughs) of it. Uh, But starting off this week, we have Lego DC Super Villains coming in with a normal and deluxe edition, 60 bucks and $75. This is going to be one of your classic Lego adventures, but with all the DC Super Villains. So if you like the bad side of the DC uh, world with Scarecrow and and Joker and all the other, those are only two I know, but all the other bad characters. (laughs) um, Yeah. the, Red, the Riddler, that sounds about accurate. Um, Harley Quinn, let's do that. There we I go. I love it. Um, now, I did have to go digging to see what was in the deluxe edition. And what's in the deluxe edition is a season pass, which is going to give you early access to, uh, well, you'll get the season pass, you get all the additional content, but you'll also get early access to the DC Super Villains TV series character pack, whatever that means. But oh, if you want okay. 
to spend 15 more dollars. Boom. Um, <laughs> Starlink, the little game that no one is talking about, which may be bad, which uh, has an order coming to my house. So we'll see you next week. Starlink Battle for Atlas, which is coming out from Ubisoft. This is the game that gets all the cool Star Fox exclusiveness um, for the Switch. This This has those little attachable you know, you can change your ship at any time uh, things that we saw. And I saw at PAX a little bit. Um, apparently, this isn't required at all, the mix and match, because you can just get the downloaded version and play without any of that. That's what I've heard. Mm. So I see. Uh, I think they should be marketing that yeah. more because I, I do think that the toys and all that kind of stuff, while, yes, it's a pretty cool idea, I think people are like, oh, I don't know. That's like a Labo thing, right? I just don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. And I think that, if they said, no, you know, you could just download all this stuff too. I feel like people would be more interested. I think they're kind of, they're, they're kind of losing people on this one. I'm real worried. I mean, I have the $75 one cause I got a, you know, 20% off with my gamer club unlimited. I'm worried because if you go to the, the game page, there is about 15 different DLCs, pilot packs and starship packs and weapon packs i'm real worried i don't know i'm excited Mm. but i'm worried michael Uh, i want it to do well i really do want it to do well i'm excited for the game but i don't know i mean it seems like this the marketing hasn't really been great on this you know nobody's talking about it's very rarely do i see anything popping up on radar about this game um i don't know it's it's got a weird vibe to it for some reason I'm going to maybe not open it and wait for reviews, but uh, I know that's bad. Yeah, that's not good. Well, the only thing is that it has all this stuff and it's like, I don't want all this stuff in the house. You could put it next to all the cardboard you have though. You could have cardboard and the plastic toys. You could have it all set up. Well, let's just say there's not that much cardboard because some of it is recycled now. Um, <laughs> um, oh no um, no and we'll get back to that next week um okay so let's roll through these we have flipping death is coming out with a retail release that is a 20 dollars download but 30 dollars in store if you like the physical copy um that's really cool that these some of these smaller indie titles are, are hitting um hitting the store shelves for the for the holiday season um another game which i know is right up your alley because we know that you one love fishing but also love hunting and I know whenever you and I go out drinking, Michael stops, sees Big Buck Hunter. He's got to grab, grab the shotgun. And now <laughs> so we, can, true. we can joy, we can grab our Joy-Cons. Or so I think. I'm not really sure. But Big Buck Hunter Arcade, $30, is going to give you Whitetail, Moose, and Elk Hunting. Nine treks, 45 levels, seven bonus games with two-player head-to-head. Now, Michael, I could not confirm if you could use the Joy-Cons as weapons. Um if you can't, I, don't know. I would, I would hope, but I don't know. I could not find anywhere. So you're going to have to go buy this and validate. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so we'll see how that does. I don't know. I don't know. No, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> for the kiddos, there is Crayola Scoot, which is a scooter game. Scoot, uh, scoot, scoot, scoot. Uh, this actually looks very similar to Jet Set Radio, um, but with Crayola and scooters. I don't, I don't know. 40 bucks coming out. Um, I don't know much too much about it. I did try to watch the trailer and stuff, and that's exactly what it looks like. Um, and these are all coming out on the 16th, including one more, which is Warriors Orochi 4 for $60. This is kind of a Dynasty slash Samurai Warrior crossover. These are those classic warrior styles where just tons and tons of enemies coming at you and just crushing mm-hmm. it. 
So there's that if you're into that, or if you're into Dark Souls, with which Michael and I are not, on the 19th, you can get the remastered edition for only $40. I'm actually surprised that it's only 40 which I think is great. Um, but yeah, you can pick that up. Dark Souls, it's happening. Yeah, I think that's a great deal. I think a lot of people will be grabbing that, especially at that price. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Uh, now, moving into digital downloads for the 16th, we have Exorder for $13. It's a fantasy turn-based strategy game. Looked actually pretty interesting, but unfortunately, it's uh, about a 60% of Metacritic. I oh, don't know. Uh, and then October 17th, we have Jackbox Party Pack 5 for $30. It's got five new games in it. October 18th, we have Blackbird for $20. Drift Legends for 5 Mamanga Pinball Adventures for 6 Get out of here, Mamanga Pinball. We, we already got our pinball fix. Uh, Personality and Psychology Premium, which sounds like a blast for $9. <laughs> did you watch? Did you look at anything in this game? Looked, it's oh, yeah. So it's weird. So... You like t- It's like a personality profile test or something. It's like uh, rated yeah, M. That's what I want. I don't. It's... Yeah. I don't know. It's strange. Uh, then we got Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption for $19. Spencer for 7 Spider Solitaire Black for $5. The Room for $10. Will and a Wonderful World for $15. And Zarvat, a game about cubes for <laughs> 20 bucks. Yeah. And then on the 19th, we have Tied Together for $15. I hate running backwards so do for I. 15 I hate it. I hate it. Pizza Titan Ultra for 12 And The Legend of Evil. Ooh, I see what they eight. did there. They went for SEO when people are typing in the Legend of Zelda. They're like, oh, they're going to get yep. this too. Legend yep. of oh, Evil. Oh, Great. Oh, um, so for me, there's a couple little uh, little games here that stand out. I think The Room, I actually recently got that from my phone and I thought it would look really interesting. And of course, as things do, I heard pretty much the next day that it was coming on the Switch. And so I am waiting and I will most likely grab that. And then Zarvat. A game about cubes it looked actually really c- kind of like cute and well done. It looks like it's a great little indie game. Uh, and then you get lasers and you can some shoot some stuff. And it's about little little cubes looking for love as they do. Um, so, yeah, I think those are my my two interesting picks for this week. Yeah, I am happy that the room is coming. However, coming off for ten dollars is disappointing because the games now are just a few dollars on mobile. So this really should have been the room collection for 10 Mm. or $15 and included all of the room games. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, Just in general, I mean, it's a great game, just really good 3d puzzler, highly recommended. However, it's like $10. It seems like a lot, Mm. you know, that's a good point. That's a great point. Actually. Um, I will say that I like the idea because obviously we've, you know, you play on your phone or you can use the touch screen on the switch, but it does also talk about how you can use the joy con. So I'm assuming if you're turning things or grabbing things and moving the joy con and having the vibration, it could add a little bit of experience, but I think you're right that it's a little overpriced considering. Yeah. Yeah. That's my big thing. I also like Zarvat a lot, a game about cubes. It's looks super cute. You play these cubes. They're trying to find love, but they also have these huge, crazy lasers um, that they're blowing up (laughs) stuff with. I don't know. The trailer is phenomenal. It is $20, but that is one game that I think is probably my pick of the week. Pick of the week. Nice. Um, As far as pick of the week, as far as downloaders, Sinner does look good. The Sacrifice for Redemption. It's this 
action RPG. It's it's all about like huge, crazy boss battles or whatever, but um, it does look interesting. But yeah, some interesting. Yeah, I mean, Pizza Titan Ultra, where you're a big mech playing to deliver pizzas. Uh, that does look pretty sweet, too. So I don't know. A couple, a couple <laughs> winners in there. Yeah. But that gets us to everybody's seg- favorite segment in our show. What you playing? Oh, well, you're on the road. Did you play anything, Michael? I played very little, I will be honest. For me, I continued to play Dragalia Lost. They had that event going on, so I was trying to get the most out of that. I think I get a little bit more time still today to to work on that. But aside from that, that is all I was playing. I was very happy to have that game on my phone and within reach, and I could still play it with my sore little fingers. Oh. Well, I'm glad you, got a, <laughs> glad you got a little bit of game playing. I was on the road, but I did play a heck of a lot of my Nintendo Switch. Uh, my staples this week are there. Lots of Paladins. I've now logged in 32 hours into Paladins. Uh, and I fi- finally figured out Dark Tides and how they do it is completely terrible and very upsetting. Um, oh, boy. So what it is, is they have this Dark Tides event. And there's like a 25% chance when you play that uh, like a uh, boss will come and you have to beat the boss and then you get coins mm. and stuff but like today i played like six or seven games and it didn't even happen once you know so i was like oh whatever but Please. i'm just kind of working my way through i'm just gonna see how i do on this battle pass and go from there but i'm just logging in some days i don't play i just log in and get my coins and that's it but i try to play a little bit here and next i do enjoy it um mario tennis i started playing again just to see if this update fixed some of the glitches and they added some new modes. The replay button, the retry button does work. Very important. Um, one game that I can't talk about too much this week, but I will mention is that I finally got my copy of This is the Police 2 in the mail. This is oh, a nice. yeah turn-based strategy, story-driven narrative adventure where you decide the rules as a cop. It's very cool stylistic so far. It's the style of this that we saw in the trailers carried out in both cinema scenes with full voiceover and also a comic book style um, as you're progressing through. So it seems a little slow so far. You open up immediately with like how to play, but then you go into about 15 to 20 minutes of story. Um, mm-hmm. And it's interactive story. So like you're writing this letter and you get to write like how you're doing stuff and you're filling in your character's backlog. So I'm excited to get into it. I tried to sit down and, and I was playing throughout the day a little bit today, but I just haven't gotten into the core of the gameplay. So um, there's that. Um, nice. Yeah, but so far I'm enjoying it. I'm not in love with it yet, but so far it seems well done. And I like the voiceover seem good. The The art style seems really good for $30. I'm pretty, pretty happy uh, with it. Um, but the big thing I talked about earlier was pinball effects three, the new tables from Williams. Uh, I am, uh, head over heels in love with these new tables, uh, just in general. Um, I will say that medieval madness is really great. They have two different modes uh, when you play the game. So if you play in the normal single player mode, these are the classic Zen pinball, uh, physics. So usually it's more arcadey which means that the physics are a little bit more lofty, okay? Um, Now, when you play in that mode, you also turn on the enhancements. So there's 3D characters, like the person's going fishing, there's reels, there's different different environments and physics and things happening in the world on the game board. But if you play in classic mode, it turns off all of that and goes into normal physics, so more realistic physics when you're playing. And 
I there there are totally subtle differences between the two. My biggest problem, and I'm not sure if this is a recent update to Pinball FX3, maybe I just didn't see it, is I just feel like the ball is moving really fast, like too fast for me. And I don't know if that's because they updated to 60 frames per second or something, but I just feel like the ball is moving too fast. And I, and mm. I, I don't know. That's my... And is it only for those or ha- has it affected all the games? I need to go back and play some of the other ones. Like I need to play like my Bob's Burgers because that's one of my favorite yeah. tables. But I don't know. I did play on the TV and I played portable. It just felt fast. I, I did enjoy on the TV, the new tables better than on the handheld mode because these have, you know, more little details, very finite details compared to when they're building the tables. They're more, they have more freedom to explore the graphics. So there's that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, for $10, totally worth it. Medieval Madness is phenomenal. The getaway is my next favorite one. The car racing one, lots of fun in that. And the junkyard one, I'm starting to understand. It's not my favorite table, but medieval madness is a, is a, timeless classic table that everyone um, should definitely know about ah no what else did i play michael um i i did play the nes online games uh i booted up each of them for about a minute and i was like cool this is solomon's key cool this is golf cool this is super <laughs> dodgeball i have having an issue and i and i need to figure out if they have that but there's no instruction manuals for these games I can't find them like in the thing. So I don't know how to play. I don't anything. even know if they're already. Yeah. They probably figure, you know what? These are 20 years old. You should already know how to play these games. They're classics. They're classics. So this is my big thing. So I was like, dodgeball, how do I play? And there's like no instructions. So maybe I just missing something. I'll do some research and report back next week, but that's it. That's everything I've been playing. Lots of stuff. Sweet. Sweet. I promise for next week, I will definitely have a few more games that I will have played. I think I got a little more time on my hands. So more than just Dragalia loss this time. Good, 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 good. Start playing some stuff. And I'll have a full report on this as the police too. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. We, of course, would absolutely love it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, that we we read all of those. We, we love it. It really helps us boost the ratings if you're using Apple Podcasts or hit that like and share button on Overcast. That also helps a bunch or on any of your podcast apps or just tell your friends about us. Like, hey, check out this podcast, Nintendo Dispatch dot com and subscribe to all the stuff we still have our super mario party contest coming up it's going on right now so you can still enter for the next week so it's the very first link in the show notes so make sure you get your contest entries you don't have to buy anything pay anything or anything like that free entry go check that out to win one of the two copies of super mario party but make sure you have all your joy cons because i'm not buying you any joy cons um (laughs) check out all of our podcasts over on soundbite.fm for all of your podcast needs until next week this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.